Monday through Friday devotional podcast aimed at helping you grow more faithful in your walk with Jesus. A reading today comes from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. And here's what the word of the Lord says. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which once you walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that's now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved. And he raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. I want to urge you today to take your seat. But before we do, let's pray. Father, thank you for this beautiful passage of Scripture. Your word is so encouraging to us, and this is one of those passages that ought to make our hearts sing. So help us today to hear your voice, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, this is a wonderful passage of Scripture and speaks to us really about three things. It talks to us about what we were before we came to Christ. It talks to us about what God did for us. And it also tells us what we are today and what we're going to be forever. And so let's just dive right in and see the encouragement that we have here. The Apostle Paul sought to encourage the believers in the first century church at Ephesus. Paul knew that being a Christian in a pagan society wasn't easy, and that these new converts were facing very difficult days as they tried to live out their newfound faith in Jesus. To strengthen them, he reminded them of certain facts that were true about them as believers in Jesus. You know, facts are tremendously important to the Christian because the devil is always trying to discourage, discourage us with lies and fantasies. Reminding ourselves of the facts about who we are and what God has done for us, that's the way we fight back. And so Paul reminded his friends of three facts about themselves. The first fact about them was that they didn't deserve to be saved at all. He said to them, just remember who you were before you came to Christ. You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that's now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind. We were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Now, what was Paul reminding them of? That wrath is our destiny before we put our faith in Christ. And wrath is what we justly deserve. But the second fact makes everything different. He said to them, remember what God has done for you in spite of who you are. But God, being rich in mercy, says the text, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins. God made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. 
Don't forget that God didn't wait for you to clean up your act. He stepped into your life and made you alive together with Christ. He did it all by grace. He didn't ask you to contribute a thing to your salvation. Jesus paid it all, and we get everything by simply opening our hands in faith to receive God's marvelous gift. It's amazing. And what an encouragement. Our salvation doesn't depend on us. It's all a gift from God who loved us in spite of who we were. And that leads to the third fact that Paul was anxious to point out. The saving work that God did for us in Jesus can't ever be undone. The text says, He raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. God's purpose wasn't just to save us for a moment. His plan is to save us for eternity. This is hinted at in verse 6, but it's stated boldly in verse 7. The hint is when Paul says in verse 6, you're seated with him in the heavenly places. Seated with him. What does that mean? Well, we don't have to wonder because our Bibles tell us. Hebrews 10, 12 through 14 says that when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sin, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Now, don't miss the meaning of that last sentence. Jesus perfected for all time those being sanctified. In other words, he has perfected for all time all who have put their faith in him. When Jesus had finished the work that he came to do, which was providing salvation for you and me, when he finished that work, he sat down at the Father's right hand because his work was finished. And in just that same way, we're seated with him because our work is finished. And God will never change his mind about that. Since Jesus has already paid the price for our sins, it would be plainly unjust for God now to demand from you and me another price, another payment, another sacrifice for our forgiveness. Would God do that? Of course he won't do that. God is never unjust. Take your seat beside Jesus. Your work is finished because his work is finished. Paul's aim was to encourage the first century Ephesians, but the encouragement that he has given is for you and me too. We didn't deserve it, but God saved us. And he's committed to keeping us all the way home too, just like he did them. So what have you got to worry about? You know, the devil does his best to keep God's generosity a secret. He doesn't want the people of this world to discover that God is gracious and willing to save. And once someone has come to faith, the devil goes out of his way to make them feel guilty still and still unworthy. What do we need to combat his wickedness? Well, just the facts. We don't deserve it, but God saved us anyway. And God's justice secures us in our salvation. Don't you find it interesting that before we come to Christ, God's justice terrifies us? But once we come to Christ, 
God's justice comforts us. You know, there's a line in a hymn that captures this encouragement perfectly. The line says, Because the sinless Savior died, my sinful soul is counted free. For God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me. Have you taken your seat with Jesus? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your truly amazing grace. Help each one who believes to reject the lies and doubts and fears that Satan tries to plant in our minds and hearts. Teach us to look at the divine facts about your graciousness so that we can rest from our labors. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at 9 and 10.45 a.m. And we have an on-site evening service at 6 p.m. as well. Look for our app in your Apple or Google App Store. Search for BF Sebring to get your copy. Thanks again for joining us. Take your seat.